0: everyone welcome to an episode of the lipstick league uh it's been a while since we talked to you guys um i love how
1: you said welcome to an
0: episode yes i know this is uh this is an (laughs) a episode we recorded one um a couple weeks ago and then shit hit the fan and nicole couldn't get it edited and then actually i couldn't get it edited because something was wrong with the file so here we are again making another attempt
1: yeah I, it's this episode that episode is like lost in the abyss somewhere. Um, the thing is is that my computer is from 2015 and it won't let me download Adobe which if you're not in into editing software Adobe is how you how you edit things and so I need a new laptop I just one haven't just gotten around to it yet. Um, and so and then when Natalie tried to send it to me it was it was, downloading on my computer as an mp4 and i needed it to be an mp3 and so then it was just like kind of a mess and then when i
0: but then when i changed it to an mp3 then i couldn't access it right so it was so it was like this whole thing but anyway here we are again and football season has started which is i can't believe it i know i know You know, we both went on trips too. So we'll get
1: to, we'll get to the trips. You have officially become a country girl. And, uh, and I was in, yeah, I was in Myrtle beach in Vegas and I had two, two situations that could have turned out to be hallmark movies, but instead they turned out to be real life. So I'll get to those stories.
0: I need to, I need to hear those. And, um, in the last episode we touched on it, um, kind of that I, had been going through some stuff. I started my new job, um, which we really didn't get into detail about because I was finally announced. And um, also my father has been in the intensive care unit since um, the end of August. Uh, he fell down the steps. So still in need of um, prayers and thoughts and prayers. If you are a prayer person, and if you're not, please just send him good vibes. It's um, he's still here, he's still kicking. It's It's been a long couple of weeks. Um, but that's all that I can ask for is that he's still here. Um, so Nicole's mom actually sent us, um, sent me holy oil from from St. Anne, which was so sweet.
1: Yeah. She got it from the St. Anne shrine. So she wrapped it in like nine, uh, layers of paper towels and plastic and rubber bands and sent it and it was perfect. So I dropped it off and then I said, and Natalie's like, but my dad isn't Catholic. And we're both like, what well, doesn't matter. Just sneak in there and douse him in the oil. It's all about the good
0: energy. Yeah, so Nicole's mom sent me some hole in the oil. My dad is not Catholic. He's Episcopalian, but um, so he suffered a traumatic brain injury. has had multiple brain surgeries, Has um, was dealing with a lot of issues. Um, so I actually put the oil, like I put some on his head. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on his heart because he was having some heart issues and I like put it on his hands um, and his arm where, cause he had two broken arms, a broken, a shattered shoulder um, really, really just took a really bad spill. Um, so now it's just dealing with it one day at a time, but I mean, the St. Anne, I was like, and I mean,
1: Paleon is basically like Catholic light. So it's the same, you know,
0: <laughs> they <basically laughs> were sick
1: of dealing with the Catholic bullshit. So they started their own thing. So like, we're yeah. all. We're all in the same family, so yes, please send a lot of prayers and and, uh, and and good vibes to him. He needs he needs all of our healing thoughts.
0: Healing thoughts, yes, healing thoughts are going to be huge.
1: So another crazy breaking news is that my man JJ Redick announced that he is retiring from the NBA. And here's the thing: I felt it in my gut a little bit because yeah. there was no rumblings about him. There was no rumblings about like him going to another team. Obviously, he went from the Sixers to the Pelicans, and the Pelicans traded him to the Mavs and he had a heel issue and he didn't play with the Mavs. And but then I listened to his podcast, The Old Man and the Three, a lot. And he sounded like he would play another like couple years, but he would always talk about how much he missed his family and how much he loves his family. And so sure enough, I saw that he is officially retiring and I'm happy because I feel like this leaves him more time to be on our podcast. Hey, JJ, it totally does. Um, but I'm it sad. It totally does, yeah. And but I'm sad that like I won't see him on the court, and I feel like, and it, you know, what's so crazy, and people, a lot of people don't realize this, he's never won a championship. He never won a championship with Duke. And he never won. He he held the record for 13 seasons in a row. He made it to the playoffs. And then his year with the Pelicans and COVID, he didn't make it to the playoffs. And then obviously he made it last year to the playoffs with the Mavs. So like COVID kind of doesn't count, they always say, because it was they were in the bubble. But he never won a championship. Like, well, you can't, he can't be that hot. So he basically got the hotness and not the championship.
0: it's one it's one or the other it's one or the other
1: jj um and so it's when you uh, think about it and he has he's like the fourth like his three-point percentage it's like clay thompson seth curry someone else and him like you know he's arguably one of the top five three-point shooters ever in the nba and um yeah you know so now we just need to get him on the pod
0: He's definitely gonna come on because we're gonna manifest it again. We're manifesting it right now. Yeah. Um. We've also asked some other really cool people to come on. So, manifesting them coming on to the podcast. Um. Cause yeah, we're still we're still kicking here and we're gonna keep it rolling. And um, so,
1: as Natalie said, football season has started. I was actually in Myrtle Beach for the first Eagles. Yeah. Game. And how weird that we wore matching outfits and didn't even realize, like, we didn't even chit chat. I texted you and I was like, Hey, send me a picture of you and your gear. And so I could post it on the lipstick league socials. Give us a follow by the way. And you wrote back, Oh my God, we match. And like, we really, we didn't even realize we both had on like green shirts with biker shorts. It was so funny. But, but,
0: but like literally our shirts were tied the exact same. Line. I know it's so funny funny it's like you can't make that up so I see your text and I was like all right let me go get dressed I'll send it over like when I'm done and then I literally like saw like you posted whatever and like as I was about to send my picture and I was like this is not real right I know there's no way in hell
1: that we were watching the the first game against the Atlanta in Myrtle and it was amazing and it's like you know the oceans in the background and they were, the Eagles were killing it and we all were just flying high. And then I actually didn't watch the game on Sunday because I was flying from Vegas. So it was 10 AM Vegas time. The game was on and they didn't, it was the Raiders game that was on the local channels. And then on American, they actually have live TV, but they weren't playing Actually, They weren't playing the Eagles. They were playing the, the CB Fox wasn't playing at CBS was. And so I missed it. So I was just like watching it, kind of on the NFL Network, and I started to get hype. I, I was just like working myself up, and I was just like, I can't do this to myself. This past Sunday, because I was flying from Vegas,
0: right? No,
1: American Airlines has live TV. Fox wasn't showing the Eagles game, so oh, I. Oh no. work yeah. And I was getting myself so hype watching it. I had to turn it off and read to read my book because I was just like, the problem is, is I wasn't excited this season. I was just, you know, we talked about how last season was so traumatic and I was going into this NFL season. Like I, I couldn't wait to see what happened with like, Aaron Rodgers, And I couldn't wait to see what happened with all the new young quarterbacks. So like Trevor Lawrence, like no one's talking about how Trevor Lawrence has like sucked so bad. I couldn't wait to see what happened in Chicago. You know, are they going to keep Andy Dalton? Well, then it was just announced. They are going to play Justin Fields this Sunday. So I was like, I'm, I'm in it for the league this year. Right. Yeah. This season. And then the Eagles did so well first game against Atlanta and I got sucked back in and then and then it whoosh and then it pulled me down last, it put me right back to reality last week.
0: It's it's an emotional roller coaster and
1: I wasn't going to get into it. I I wasn't going to get myself sucked in and it did anyway.
0: Well, you know it's kind of funny now that I'm not doing sports talk radio every day? I feel like I have a better handle on my um, fandom if that makes sense. Like, I think because like my day in and day out isn't ingratiated with just like constant commentary and criticism of the team. So like, I was upset that they lost. I was surprised. I was, I was a little surprised. I thought first home game, you know, in front of like a packed stadium, but um, you know, Nick Sirianni made a lot of mistakes. Um, but you know what I found like, so I'm also going into this with a new mindset. It's a brand new team. We don't know to ex- what to expect, right? So, like we're we're basically starting over again at the bottom. But yeah, you know what I liked about him? His press conference afterwards. He's taking full accountability for you know all of the mistakes that were made, and I feel like that's a really good sign for a rookie coach. He's like, no, I know that I'm going to make mistakes, but at the same time like i'm going to take accountability for them and make sure that they don't happen again. so i'm i'm intrigued i mean i don't know if they're good enough to go that far this year but it's because they're new i don't it's because they're new and they're trying to find themselves i don't think it's like this isn't like a diss on anybody and again they could come out and shock the world and continue to whatever but um i'm intrigued to see I feel like the game against Dallas will be really telling about where they stand because Dak's playing out of his mind um, and the Dallas uh, run game is insane. And Miles Sanders only had like 50, 50, like Jalen Hurts was the leading rusher last week. Which is insane. Um, yeah. So we can't have that, right? Like if, if, if he like, and I feel like I dove into this before where we talked about how the league is kind of transforming into like the versatile quarterback who can throw the ball and run the ball. Um, and, but that shouldn't be the run game plan, right? Like miles Sanders only having 55 yards, that's not enough to win against the Dallas Cowboys and Jalen hurts. Right. Can't be running as much to, to make the plays because he's going to be the one who's sacrificing his body. And now I'm concerned about the offensive line um, because Brandon Brooks is out and then defensively Brandon Graham. So it's this week, Monday night against Dallas is going to be super telling as to, I think the actual competitive nature of this team. And if they have what it takes to win more than seven games, which is where I put them, because I feel like that's a fair assessment for a brand new team.
1: Yeah, it is brand new. And I mean, it's just interesting though, because you look at Aaron Rodgers' first game, who which was just a complete disaster. Shit show like just
0: he got embarrassed.
1: I mean, but the bottom line is though, is that like he was just like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like this isn't who I am. Like, and people kind of didn't put relax. it relax. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he was just like, "eh, like it's cool, like everybody chill out." But he, you know, they played in Jacksonville because they couldn't play in the Superdome, and then they went back to Lambeau, and like he lit it up, and he was just like, "Told you, right?" So it's like there is times where you could have poor games, right? But at the same at the same time, I just feel like it was one of those situations where. Dallas is playing out of their minds and we, the game on Sunday felt like it was a game of last season where nothing could get going. It was super boring. No one could make any big plays. Like it just felt like Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz again, you know? Um, Speaking of that, Carson Wentz now has two broken ankles.
0: (laughs) And I made a joke and everyone's like, you're so dumb because he's like, he's standing, he's literally standing in front of the step and repeat with the on the microphone the reporters are asking him questions and he's like um like not even wearing a boot and i'm like okay i know that like you think that like you're probably fine to stand right but like i don't know maybe just wear the boot or something maybe alleviate the pressure on your ankles if i were him i would be doing everything in my power to make sure that i was comfortable like I don't understand, like, how much does he weigh? Probably, what, 200 and something pounds? Yeah. Um, I'm going to look up his weight real quick. 237. Damn, I was I was pretty close. Um, 6'5", 237, right? And you have, like, even if there's slight sprains or whatever, I, as somebody who perpetually has a weak right. My right foot is bad. So therefore my right ankle has taken a lot of the brunt from the weight that I have taken off of the foot. Like it's, it's been a problem. And when I had to go and I'm not comparing myself and when callers used to do this on the Mike Vesnelli show all the time, we'd be like, well, you're not a professional athlete. However, I feel like again, science is science. And yeah, she said the only way that your foot and your ankle is going to remotely start to get better is if you take as much pressure off of it as possible, because you still have to walk, right? Like you still have to walk. You still have to do this. And while he may feel like it's fine, he's not helping his ankles by like not making them like, why is not he sitting? Like, I don't know. I feel like I'd just be sitting on a lily pad if I was him. And I I
1: think it's like an ego thing where he wants to prove that he's fine, but clearly he's not. But I don't know. And then you have Tom Brady who is playing better this, like he has almost 10 touchdowns in two games.
0: I know. And he's 44 years old.
1: Like he, he could possibly be, be on pace to play better than his MVP season. And and, and his entire, and all of his twenties. Like, but, but as he said, I mean, this was when he was on, I think it was, um, Dak Shepard's podcast where he said, people want me to retire, but I know the answer to the test. And he even said it after one game is like, I've seen all these defenses. Like he gets it. He knows what's happening. And then did you see when Gronk was on Monday night football with the Mannings? So yeah, yes. which is kind of funny is they have on like big players and they kind of watch the game together during Monday night football. And he was like, I don't watch tape. I just asked Tom, like, what am I supposed to do? Because Tom watches like 40 hours of tape. So that's a perfect example of you have an, a freak athlete, like Gronk who's been in the league and who's so big and so fast that he just kind of is like, what am I supposed to do? And then you have Tom Brady who Uber prepares for everything still now at 44 years old has been in the league for 20 years. Um like, in fact, there was the one, there was the one statistic, the the start of the season where there was a rookie who was 21, who was, so Tom was in the league longer than this kid has been born. Like, it's crazy. Right. Or even, you know, you still have, obviously Russell Wilson is like killing it again. Like the Seahawks, yeah. everybody was like, mm, I don't know, but the Seahawks, but when you're elite, you just, there's just something about it. And, and you have to. I don't know. It's just like, you have to be humble in your ability to take care of your body as much as you are in prep, right? Like that's what Tom Brady's whole shtick is, is that he takes care of his body probably even more than he preps for actual game.
0: Yeah. You know well, I mean? and, well, and that, you know, it's interesting when you said like game preparation. So I've been doing these um, NFL recaps and previews with Rich Gannon who played in the league for 17 years, right? That's a long he lasted time. 17 years. He was an um an NFL MVP, um two-time all-pro, like made like m- consecutive pro bowls um had like a really solid solid NFL career, never won the Super Bowl, but like was amazing. You know, like he had a very solid, he was like the NFL uh passing yards leader one year, like a very solid NFL career for not having had won the super bowl and lasted 17 years, which is a long time, especially back then is a long time. Yeah. And, and being a quarterback. So he, um, when we've talked before, he said, I said, what's your one piece of advice? And he just said, preparation. Yeah. Preparation is everything. He said I was always prepared for whatever the game was in front of me. And I did the best that I could to prepare my body and my mind or the upcoming game, so it's like sometimes, and I'm, I'm thinking about this right about the whole Ben Simmons thing, which we'll get into. Um, I don't want to
1: talk about it anymore, we'll just talk, about it, talk about we'll it. We'll just
0: talk about it briefly. Is um, I think that's the difference with Ben Simmons, and that's why Ben Simmons and LeBron James are not the same, right? So, Ben has always had we've talked about this ad nauseum the natural ability. He never really had to try to be a, yeah. to be a superior athlete. LeBron had to try and he still prepares, right? He's still constantly preparing for his game. And that's why he's LeBron James. I don't know if Ben prepares in the same way mentally that these or other physically. He or physically.
1: Yeah, he just, he doesn't. And that's, but again, like, I think we've talked about it that a friend of mine that works for the Sixers flat out said like Ben's cool with being rich and famous. Like he just, he's fine with who he is and not yeah. fine. It just doesn't work in a city like Philly. That was my point is that being like his personality with the it's it's like the perfect storm. It's like his personality and and the, the personality of Philly. It doesn't mesh. He, 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 he doesn't care. It doesn't drive him. So he needs to either not play basketball anymore. Like maybe he just takes his money and just does something else or goes plays for another team where he's not going to be the guy. We're like LeBron, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, even Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers could have retired, but like, he still wanted to be the guy for another season or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example where like he sucked so bad during his first game. And he was like, Oh hell no. Am I going to suck in game two? Like that's same thing. Even last year, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. They, they drafted Jordan love and he's like, you're not going to Where Carson Wentz. They drafted Jalen hurts and Carson Wentz crumbled. Aaron Rodgers was like, Oh hell no. You're going to let this kid take my spot. Like I'm still here. Right. So like a lot of it is, is just how your brain is wired. And then the mental preparation but also the physical preparation of taking care of your body but more importantly like take taking care of your mind to get into the space but sometimes there are people who are wired to be champions and there are just people who physically can play sports those are two different things and tom brady said it in another podcast where he talked about the amount of guys that i've played with over the years who literally has had you know i would look at them and be like my god like if they would do half the preparation that I would do, they would be beyond elite, but they just didn't care.
0: Uh, and that's, that is the entire difference between the Ben Simmons and the Tom Brady's of the world. So Ben Simmons officially, officially, even though Keith Pompey had it like a month ago that he wasn't going to come back. Um, Adrian wrote Janowski reported um, that Ben's not even going to show up to Sixers training camp. And I heard that he, Moved moved out of his house months ago, which like doesn't surprise me. So I don't know. That's going to create this weird stalemate um, that is going to be just more Sixers drama that I think is unnecessary for the team and their well-being. But we still have Joel Embiid and we still have Tyrese Maxey and we still have all these guys who want to show up and they want to play and they want to win. And the Sixers breaking news this week they have, they're the first team in Philadelphia sports history to hire a woman to, um, call the games, which is so Kate Scott. Yeah, it's massive. Kate Scott, um, she'll be calling the games on NBC sports, Philadelphia to replace Mark Zumoff, who we all know is a legend. Uh, and her background is incredible. She's kind of just been making her way, um, through the circuit, um, I have a resume in front of me. First woman to call an NFL game on the radio, first to call college football for the Pac-12 networks. Last year, she was a play-by-play voice for the first all-female NHL broadcast. She also called basketball games during the Olympics this year, soccer games during Copa America, and was part of the first all-female broadcast of a Golden State Warriors game last season. So she, she's she been the first in so many Aspects and and think about her versatility, right, and the talent that she has to do NFL, college football, NHL, Tokyo Olympics, Copa America, and like and the NBA. It's just she's it's unreal. And then the Bucks hired Lisa Byington. Um, she apparently auditioned for the Sixers role too, but it's, I'm really glad because that ESPN report came out, which I think is kind of hilarious that ESPN, uh, reported it. Did you see this? Um, that the sports media is still predominantly like white men. It's still like 82%. Yeah. Um, um, uh, the women increased like 10%. And then I guess like. African-American, um, and Latino, Hispanic, um, Spanish increased by, um, like 20%, but it's not in a year or like in the last 10 years, but it's still, um, not anywhere near the, um, what it should be. So,
1: so no Kate Scott's name, because you know what, the Sixers may have screwed up with a lot of things, but Yeah. Have that to hang our hats on because who knows what's going to happen with this Ben thing and who they're going to get in his his place. And, you know, listen, there's still a chance that it could end up like Zach Ertz where they just say, screw you, Ben. Like, if you don't want to play, you're going to sit on the bench where obviously Zach, like put his tail between his legs. Did you see the whole thing with the bet though, with the blonde hair? That was really funny. Yeah. So people were wondering why he had blonde hair and he said he wanted to do something different. And then Jason Kelsey had blonde hair and he bet Zach that he wasn't going to be on the team by the start of training camp and Zach said, no, but it started week one. And Zach's like, I'm going to be here. And so now they have matching, matching hair, which I think is like so cute, but wait, really quick. Like, did you, I mean how you retweeted it, but if you do not follow Josiah Johnson on, on Twitter, who's he goes by King Josiah. He is the funniest Twitter account. This man is so fast and he has the perfect Movie clips and TV clips, and he did this clip yesterday of Ben Simmons on Zoom with Doc Rivers, and it's it's the picture. Oh my of god, like, sleeping with the man. Like I, he's there are sometimes that he tweets stuff that's so quick that like I have tears in my eyes. Like he finds it is so funny. So if you're not following King Josiah, do it. Um, I also want to talk about the Raiders because I feel like they're like the sleeper team. And obviously like they've had two like amazing games, but I'm obsessed. So obviously we know the Carl um, Nassib story where he's the first openly gay player on an active roster. And like, he he starts as a defensive end and he made that when they beat the, who they play in game, they beat the Ravens. They beat the Ravens in game one when it was on Monday night football. And he made, he, he stripped Lamar Jackson but there's they have a really cool story with Darren Waller, who's the tight end, who's like killing it this season with Derek Carr, where he suffered from extreme anxiety and depression, was out of the league, had to go to rehab, was in a mental health facility. And he started on the Ravens and then worked his way back and is just like killing it this season. So I feel like he has
0: 800, 817 passing yards this year alone. He's yeah. number one. Um uh, 62 completions. He's number three. Number one is Dak Prescott. Yeah. So that's Uh-oh. nauseating. I don't see Jalen Hurts any here on here. And for attempts, he has 93 attempts. He's number one in attempts, too. He's above Brady in that way. And yeah. his completion percentage is 66.7%. It's only two weeks old, but still. And he's still, tied for the ninth touchdown pass. It's Derek insane. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. It's so but, insane.
1: So, yeah. So it is a... If you don't follow, I, I love his story, Darren Waller. He's, it's really good and how he goes. He, I mean, he's in Vegas and he's sober and it, it's just, and he's
0: hot. Yeah.
1: So they have, and the, yeah, it's, it's very cool because, um and then Carl, um, obviously Carl Nassib is from Westchester. And then he posted a picture with his boyfriend. i was like, this is like, the Raiders are doing like legend. They have that really weird owner. So I'm like, they're like set in this, they're talking to all these like Recovering addicts talking about mental health, gay players. I'm like, maybe the Raiders are my new
0: team. Maybe, yeah, instead of the Colts, you're just going out <laughs> yeah, further. Oh, well, you were just cult. in Vegas.
1: The I'm done with the Colts, and I will say, Colts are done. Um, because it's so funny. Because like, I got sucked into the Carson Wentz fiasco too, where I thought like he was gonna be at the Colts, and then he was just gonna be elite, and that's like, I think it's like, no, 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 um but I, I I think I'm down. And like, I'm telling you in Vegas, like there was Raiders everywhere. I was really, really surprised. And normally you see people in Eagle stuff. And I, even in Myrtle beach, like I saw a lot of Steelers, a lot of Steelers stuff in Myrtle and a lot of Steelers stuff in Vegas.
0: People and, love the Steelers. Yes.
1: And when I was walking, I was walking out, every morning in Myrtle beach. I would do a three mile walk on the beach. And I saw after they um, after they, the Steelers beat the bills in in week one. And I said, Oh, good. win." he's like, Oh, you're a Steelers fan. I go, "Mm, I'm an Eagles fan, but like go Pennsylvania. And um, I mean, I don't really like the Steelers, but I, the fact that they beat the bills was, was kind of good. Um, but anyway, I think that that's what I have to resort myself to is that I have to enjoy the league this season and not necessarily the Eagles.
0: I think that that's a really good way to look at it too. And like, um, I was saying, kind of doing okay, kind of doing this stuff with Rich Gannon has has made me more interested. Well, particularly because it's not my job anymore to eat, sleep, and breathe Philadelphia sports teams, which I'm still always going to be a Philadelphia sports fan, but it's kind of nice. Like I had to do some stuff on the US Open and, um, you know, looking at stuff for like the Ryder Cup. So it's kind of cool just to you know, be a little bit more versatile. And yeah, the league as a whole is a really exciting place. And the Raiders are a great story. And I know I keep talking about Rich, but he's so awesome to work with. And he's like their last, the last strong quarterback that the Raiders have had. So he's all like jazzed on Derek Carr. Like you can tell that he's, and his statistics are starting to like surpass Rich. And like I said, that was 2002. So he's, like just over the moon about it. And he's such a smart, um, I mean, football mind that it's really cool to kind of be along this ride, like with him, you know, it's kind of cool yeah. to see rich. Like he's what all jazzed the, on it.
1: Somebody That's like done it and been in the locker room and under been on the field and could explain things and break it down. I mean, I also think another thing we can talk about really quick is just the difference with like Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, like Matt Stafford, everybody thought he kind of sucked in Detroit, but like, it turned out it was just a bad situation, you know. And now he's just kind of like lighting it up in L.A., you know. Um, and listen, I I really like Justin Herbert, and I really wanted him to. I, I mean, I was rooting for the Chargers. I wanted them to, but like Dak's doing really good. Like, and listen, like Taylor Heineke from is doing really good for that was Washington. <laughs>
0: I mean, that was kind of like hysterical. It was like, and the only reason I got him was be, like the XFL folded. Like he was in the yeah. XFL.
1: But he played good last season. Everybody thought it was a fluke. And then poor Fitzpatrick got hurt. And then he like lit it up on Monday
0: night. I know. It was know. Just
1: really interesting. Really it's
0: interesting. It's wild. It's wild. And Justin Fields is getting his first start this yep. weekend too. So I'm excited to see him. And yeah, it is. the league. The league feels fun this year.
1: Yeah, no one's talking about the fact that Trevor Lawrence has sucked. But did you see that crazy statistic that when Trevor Lawrence lost in week one, it was the first time since his entire high school and college career that he lost. Like, can you
0: imagine that? His entire high school, eight years. Well, now, so look, from this day forward, this, uh, this weekend, week three of the NFL forward, this is where we should really monitor him mentally. Yeah. We can, yes. we, can, we can do like, what are they called um, when you do like science projects? Um, the, yes. the, the hypothesis and the theory, you know, there's yeah. like a, I haven't done one since eighth grade, but you know what I'm talking about? It's like, our hypothesis is athletes either make or break under pressure, especially ones who have been good their entire lives. Yes, I break, love this. Yes. Seem to break under pressure more. So from this day forward, We should monitor Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence and see how he handles this. And then
1: yes, will Trevor like be a Ben or be a Carson and fold because he's been told he was elite his whole life. Or will and then he, then he
0: lose rise? and then or will he rise to the occasion?
1: Because look and- at Dak, like Dak Prescott was not elite his entire life. You know what I mean? No. Like Dak basically just got the star because Tony Romo got hurt. Exactly. And he rose to the occasion. He's also a Leo and happens to be born on July 29th. So we're fighters just putting it out there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How about this? So I'm flying back from Vegas and I have TSA pre-check and I'm in the TSA pre-check line and I have my Eagle shirt on to, to wear on Sunday. And The TSA pre-check guy goes, go Dallas. And I go, all right, well, we're not even playing you guys this year. He's like, yeah, I go this seat. I go, we're not even playing you guys this week. And, And he was just like, yeah, but you know, you, uh, I hope you lose. And I go, what's your name? He goes, Brian, I go, all right, Brian. Well, you know what? I don't like your attitude in the TSA line. But I, but I did appreciate that he was like passionate about his team. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, cause I'm that girl. Like, even when I was in line at the Ari in Vegas to get coffee and this guy had a Penn state shirt on, I was like, Oh, good win yesterday. Wasn't it? Well, oh, I'm like, we are like, I'm that person that like calls out
0: people in their sports gear. Yeah. Well, I, my, I'll be at Penn state this weekend for the first time. I know you're going with Mike. I know me <laughs> I'm going with like the biggest like Penn stater on the planet. like I know, it's,
1: it's, When you told me you were going, I was like, Oh my God, have you ever been there? And you said, no. And it's so oh, my aunt Jan- Aunt Janet, aunt Jeannie and uncle Tony and auntie and uncle Phil have had season tickets for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. And it used to be right on the 50 yard line. And then when they redid Beaver stadium, they kind of moved them, but they're still really great seats. And then when my, my dad, he worked with a guy that had season tickets, but didn't want to go anymore. So growing up, we used to always take the season tickets to the guy that my dad, the, my dad's coworker. So we used to go a lot and, you know, I was there obviously through college and stuff. I haven't been there a long time, but it, it's such a cool, I mean, it's just a very cool experience. Like the campus is beautiful. The vibe is amazing. You got to go to the creamery and get some ice cream. You know? I know,
0: Yeah. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be an experience. I'm excited to go there and hopefully my shirt gets here today, but since they're playing Nova and I'm a temple owl, um, I'm wearing a shirt that says, I hope both teams have fun.
1: Oh, where'd you get that? Amazon. And it just so happened that, how did you find it?
0: I just Googled, I hope both teams have fun shirt. And it came up It existed. That's funny. Yeah. So I told Mike, I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this because I I don't want to pledge allegiance to either team. So Hank is going and his brother, Dave, went to Penn State. So Hank's going to, you know, subscribe to, he's going to side with Penn State instead of Villanova. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up a, massive- he's a Drexel. I mean, you know, he went to Drexel too. Right. But I, I, was, like, uh, I, I was like, I was like, I, I, I can't.
1: So for me, like, so not only did I grow up a massive Penn State fan, both my parents went to Penn State, you know, the whole, yeah no,
0: it's, it's like in your like
1: lineage, you know, that I went as Joe Paterno for Halloween one year, right? Yeah. So that's what <laughs> I was just going
0: to say. There has You're to be like a stater. A
1: I need to go to my high school. Cause I know that there has to be like a picture in like the yearbook files of like me dressed up as Joe Paterno with the, mat. like, I mean, I can't believe I went, like, it's just crazy. Like what had happened since then. But I mean, it's very much in my blood. So I really do. I really do root for Penn state. It's just, I just like the whole, um, you know, I just love the whole like obsession of it, you know, and, and any, I mean, that's the fun part of sports too, is like you get so excited, but then it also is such a massive, massive letdown, you know? Um, yeah. Speaking of letdowns, I want to tell you my
0: non-Hallmark stories, okay? Oh, wait, yeah, 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 let's hear them.
1: So wait, first, really quick. Did you see that supposedly Jake Cutler is now dating Jana Kramer? Wait, so who is she again? So she is, she's a podcaster. She has a down, but she is like kind of, like she was on One Tree Hill and then like she kind of, and so she's become kind of just like a personality, but she's in that whole like Nashville clique, And I'm just kind of like annoyed that like, I'm like, of course, like, of course they become a couple. Like I'm not buying it. I think it's fake because it's like Kristen Cavallari is probably like the big Nashville person. That's not a country star. Obviously all the country stars are in their own world. You know what I mean? But like the fact that he's, I don't know. I just think it's like super lame and it's all over us weekly. And I just feel like they're doing it to be, I think that they're doing it to be,
0: um, in the news, you know? Well, I mean, probably. And I mean, I've said this before, considering like Kristen is I think the winner in this divorce.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, Although she's supposedly dating Chase Rice, who's a pretty big country star who I'm not. There's a lot of country stars that don't align with my values and views. That's hard because like, I like like the whole Morgan Wallen thing. It was really tough for me because I loved him so much. And then he went on to be an idiot. So that's kind of hard for me sometimes. Um, but so I don't know. We'll see regardless I think it's inter. It'll be interesting because he claims like he doesn't want to be famous, but then like he surrounds himself with
0: well. And this one article, Jana Kramer details her run in with her strange run in with ex Mike Cawson. Cawson, yeah. who's that? He
1: also played in the NBA. I mean the NFL.
0: He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out with Jay Cutler. Who was he? So let's see, Mike Cawson. He
1: played he played with Jacksonville, the bills, Jacksonville, the bills and the Redskins, but oh. he played, he was an off season or practice squad member, but he did play with the bills on the active roster from 2010 to 2013, but he's oh. a mess. Like he's, he's an sex addict. She yeah. done a million times, but like her whole shtick is that like, she lit, she talks about her, all of her personal life all the time. And it's just, it's just a lot.
0: Well, it's- yeah. So she, she, so she talked about it on, the um on her podcast probably her podcast
1: is one of the biggest podcasts out it's
0: huge i mean maybe that's why maybe i should still spill some of my beans
1: yes i've been asking you to spill your beans i'm
0: I'm not spilling my beans not yet
1: i mean i have a lot i know all the tea so i just (laughs) keeping my seal trap shut when there's so much tea there's so many beans
0: I'm not I don't know if I'll ever get there. I I yeah. just don't, I don't Nicole, you know how I am. I'm like I, I I don't have it. I don't know if I have it in me because I feel like it's not a violation of it's not only a violation you, of my you privacy. You don't have to say their name. We can make up their name.
1: Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, she doesn't say their names.
0: I guess, well that we can toss that idea around. Actually, that might be really funny because it's uh, kind of like Sex in the City how when she dated like Mr. Big, nobody knew who his name was. And then there was right. the politi- then there was the politician and burger and like all the guys, which right. speaking of sex in the city and real quick. R.I.P. Stanford Blatch. Oh one God, of my what sad is that. I know pancreatic cancer. Like so sad. I know. I know. So sad. Like I, I- saw that and I was like, Stan, oh Stanny.
1: And not only that, but he uh Andy Cohen did a really nice tribute and he was like getting all choked up about it. It was really sad.
0: And Apparently he-, he was a really like lovely guy. Oh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker finally said something. Oh, okay. I was like-
1: Cause she commented on Peter Noth and was like, I'm not ready yet.
0: Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Oh, Cause I've been waiting to hear what she's gonna say. Cause he was just on set for the new movie.
1: I know. Yeah. She said, I'm not ready. Aww. I know. Wait, how about those San Francisco Giants? By the way,
0: <laughs> how, how about those San Francisco Giants? They look it's, good, don't they? How crazy is that? Uh, look, good on them. San Francisco is a beautiful city. It is. It's first, a beautiful city. With first beauty. in the NL, first in the
1: NL West. Um, That's what I mean. Like they, and it goes back to I was talking to this guy. His name is Dano. He's a radio guy in San Francisco, and.
0: Uh, he it's like it's like a sound does he like was that like a danny Tanner or not i don't think so he, the, there's, he <laughs> San
1: there's this um big festival every year in it's called the um, Citadel Country Music Fest and Dano comes out and hosts it. But anyway, so he and I are friends on Instagram and he's obviously a huge San Francisco sports fan. And so he was talking about how the fact that like Gabe Kapler is killing it. And I was just like, yeah, Gabe was never the problem. It's just that he was new and Philadelphia couldn't handle him. So they ran him out of
0: town like they do everybody else. Well, also the Giants organization was aligned with, um, Gabe's philosophy, right. For like analytics, because And that's what I think is what we're seeing play out now is they don't have a bunch. They don't have superstars. They're really relying, I think, on the analysis um, and the stats to kind of like position things. And it's it's working for them. Well, it's like moneyball.
1: I mean, I remember when I saw exactly what it is. Yeah, I was just like, holy crap. But, you know, San Francisco has always been a very progressive and innovative city. So it makes sense that like. It's a better well, fit
0: for him. It's it's a way better fit for him. And what's crazy is, so the Dodgers are only two games back and then the Padres are 22 and a half. Right. So it's it's going to be the Giants and the Dodgers. And it's going to be interesting. The Phillies, man, three games behind now. Yeah. They I hate, just, I it's can't. like, I mean, and they're, you know, they're all injured now. I mean, I think it was an, a good attempt, but I don't. Again, just like
1: there's a, there is a very good chance that the Sixers could ruin Joel Embiid's potential. What Wait, do you right? hear that? What is it? What is it?
0: That is I don't know. It must be an ad. I gotta, because I opened that website. Oh, (laughs) and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And just an ad started running, and I was like, "Wait, what is this? What is
1: it?" Um, but just like, there's a really, really, really scary chance that the Sixers could ruin Joel Embiid's years. There's a really, really, really scary chance that the Phillies could ruin Bryce Harper's best years.
0: Well, because it's it's how many. I mean, I know that he has a lot in him, but he's killing it this year. So, I mean, it's going to be, we'll see. We shall I know see. I'm
1: trying to not get upset about it, but okay. yeah. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up. I know I told you I saved my Hallmark story, but we'll save it because they're good. So we'll save it for another episode.
0: Yeah. And, um, this one I'm going to get up right now.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. So we'll there's save, no, there, no, there,
0: error.
1: it's very much the, the story. The, these Hallmark stories are very much like, um, I'll just, you know what? Let me just tell it quick. Let me just okay. All right. okay. So sitting on the beach in Myrtle beach. And there was this guy that was, that had like a little cooler and a little chair. Right. And I'd seen him a couple of days. He was by himself, which is always interesting when you see somebody by yourself. So fast forward to the day that we were leaving, I was leaving on a Thursday night. And so I needed to get ample beach time. And so I'm a beach person. Like I want to be on the beach from 10 AM to 6 PM. So I take, we were on, we were on beach. Like that's where, yeah. And so I have my chair of my book and I'm sitting there. And so he goes in the water and he's swimming and, uh, and then I'm hot. So I go in the water now at one point, he's very close to me. And I'm like, sir, we have this massive ocean. Like, why are you swimming right here? I didn't say that to him, but I'm like, it got to the point though, Natalie, that like we're swimming in the waves. And he was so close to me. I had to be like, hi, you know what I mean? Cause he was yeah. so close. So then, you know, me, like I, I have to small talk. So then I was like, oh, well, I've seen you here before, like you're by yourself. And so it comes out that he was like, no one visited my grandmother. He is from Maryland. He was also flying back that day. And like, he was like, he was cute. He seemed younger, but like, you know, nice. And so then we're just kind of like jumping in the waves. And, and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to go. And, um, and he's like, you look great by the way. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I said, I'm Nicole. And he's like, oh, I'm Chris. And I was like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. So I start walking out of the water. And then, like, I'm like a decent amount away. And I hear him say, well, you could stay and like we could hang out a little more. And so at that point, now my back is to him. So I'm like, do I turn around and hang out with him for another two hours or whatever before I have to like go back in the house to like pack and shower and get ready to go to the airport? Or do I pretend like I can't hear him over? the ocean waves. And so I just pretended like I couldn't hear him and left.
0: No, what you needed to do, what you needed to do was turn around and be like, I wish I could, that would, that would be great, but I got to get back to the house and and pack. Here's my number. See, I'm not good at this stuff. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nicole.
1: I know. I just, this is what, this is what
0: we, this is what I wish that like, you could have like text, like, I wish you would have texted me and been like, as you were walking, be like, do I dorm? I'd be like, no, turn around and say, I wish like that, that would be so fun. Here it is. That sounds like fun. However, or like not, however, (laughs) that sounds like fun. However, no, (laughs) that, that sounds like fun, but I got to go back to the house. I got to pack. I got to go. Here's my number. You know, I, I look forward to hearing from you.
1: You're so good. I, I need lessons.
0: I can give, I should give lessons because I always, I when, well, when I was doing sports talk radio and I would just hear like all these random stories about like guys picking up on like, you know, because we would talk about it a lot, right? And, you know, Mike and Ty would be like, well, what works and what doesn't? And I'm like, for men, like if you're in a situation, I said, it's always good to kind of like go in and talk about like an agreeable situation, like the yeah. a situation that you know is going to be agreeable. So if you're like out at a bar, and you see something funny happening, you could be like, oh, can you believe that, you know, that, that waiter. I can't believe that waiter dropped that tray of glasses. Like that must've been so horrible. Like something like that. You know what I mean? Like you just strike up a small conversation. That's but like I not. That's
1: that- I guess that's what it was. Is it like, I'm, I'm very much into like, like vibes. And I just like felt something was like a little off. Do oh, you know what I fine. mean? Like, I just kind of felt like it was a nice like little boost to my ego. But it was, I just felt like, mm, like, I don't know. It was just like kind of.
0: Oh, well then good. No, I was going to say if you were in, well, if you were into them and okay. And that's also a good test too. And this is what people used to tell me all the time. You'll know if you're, you'll, you're into them. Cause if you were totally into them, you would have turned around and you would have stayed. Totally. Yeah. So, okay. So that's not a, that's not a loss. So, but I just think it's kind of funny because I'm like in a Hallmark movie,
1: the person would have turned around, but in like the. (laughs) like the Ritz, you know, like real life, uh, like, um, independent flick. I keep walking. Okay. So here's the other story. So okay. get on the plane to go to Vegas, I'm at the window seat, sweet little old lady in the middle. It's really cute guy comes and sits down on the aisle seat. And I was just like, Oh, okay. And I always like wanted to meet somebody on a plane. I, I actually kind of did one time my flight was delayed to go to San Francisco and I was stuck in the Philly airport for like eight hours. I ended up meeting this guy, Carl. We shared chicken and Pete's fries, he changed our seats on the plane so we could sit next to each other. And then of course he had a girlfriend now he's married with a baby. But um, anyway, so- Carl with a C or a K? With a C. We're still friends on Instagram. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so, okay, cute guy in the aisle seat and whatever. I watched, did you watch the LuLaRoe documentary yet? No. Oh my god! But I've, gonna... I've
0: heard of it. It's funny, it's isn't it Like
1: it's only four episodes, so like just watch it. Okay, so we land, go to the hotel, stay at the Aria, and Joe, my best friend who I was with, he's like, I think that that's the guy from the plane you were talking about, and I was just like, hmm. so I kind of like looked at him, and I was like, maybe I'm not sure. So fast forward, we're at one of the VIP parties, and sure enough, he's in the VIP. So I finally had to go up to him, and I was just like, Hey, you were on my plane. We were in the we were on the same row. And, and he was like, oh, and I was like, well, what's your deal? Like, what are you doing here? And because I was there for the iHeart Radio Music Festival. I don't work for iHeart anymore, but my best friend, Joe, works for Live Nation and was invited as a VIP client. So it turns out this guy, his brother works for one of the big clients of iHeart, and he came as his brother's guest. So we're kind of like just making small talk. And then, you know, Olivia Rodrigo was on and I was like, you know, red light. Right. So I was like jamming out to her. So then we leave and me and my friend Colleen go to the parking lot and we're in this massive, massive parking lot in Vegas, trying to figure out if we took an Uber, we're doing the shuttle and who do we run into, but the guy and his brother in all, like no one was around except us. And so of course, if at this point we exchange names. And so we, we get on the shuttle together and the four of us were just like chatty Cathy's, you know what I mean? Like just chit chatting the whole time. They lived in Pittsburgh, they're Steelers fans, but like they're from Bucks County. And so, fast forward to we get to the hotel and they're like, Oh, you're going to be in VIP tonight? We're like, Yeah, I'm like, okay, we'll see you there. So, then we get to VIP that night and we run into the brother, and he was just like, Oh, yeah, I'm like, We're going over there. And then Another like couple minutes, and then all of a sudden, like I feel some on my shoulder. And sure enough, it's the cute guy who walked all the way over from the other side and been like, What are you doing all the way over here? Like, are you coming to the after party? And Colleen's like, Oh, okay. Like, he's definitely like, you know, coming to find you. And I was like, You walked all the way over? He's like, Yeah. And I'm like, Hmm, okay. And so now I'm like, maybe I'll have a little bit of make out make out in Vegas, you know? <laughs> so we go to the after party, we're at the after party, and my friend's like, Yeah your plane guy keeps looking at you, you know? So I was like, okay. So I like made my way over and like, we're talking and you know, everybody's like having a good time. And then he was just like, Oh, and he was like, um, he was like, wait, you said you live in the city. Where do you live? And I told him, he's like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't even do this me. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend used to live like a block from there. <laughs> I'm like, and my best friend, Joe was like, you should have been like, see ya see you later. I was just like, I almost
0: like tried not to laugh in his face. I was like, are you serious? You know what? You probably should have laughed in his face. Like, yeah. but you know what I'm, I'm finding intriguing is how you were very closed off for, a, for a while. And now you're starting to open and things are coming in, but they're not, True. they're not, they're not the right things. So this, I, this, I'm going to look at as like universal progress because you know, and i hate to sound like whatever and it's probably just because i'm you know in love and you know love hang but i'm like it like it comes like when it's supposed to right because there was yeah. like any other guy that i dated prior there was always one thing missing or something wasn't right or they would be like oh i think you're great but yeah i'm married and i'm i'd be like what the fuck you know like or yeah. there was like all these like barriers or something around there but it's good cuz like the energy's starting to it's
1: coming okay. I that's what I, I, I was thinking that I'm like, maybe that this is, maybe it didn't work out. Cause they always say like rejection is protection. Right.
0: And uh, so, yes.
1: Yeah. And so like, I'm like, maybe this is good. And you're, they say that you're supposed to like ride the energy. You know what I mean? So it's just like, all right, well maybe these weren't the right situation, but I'm, I'm trying to ride, like, I'm trying to ride the energy. Of
0: like it. it's It's starting to, it's starting to the 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 pull the the magnetic the universe is starting to work in your favor to not to, to no it, it is it's bringing people oh, here's what it and like but like sometimes it's, it's going to take a minute it's going to take a minute until right. it's going to be like that that right person but because that's what it does it throws when you're when you're out there and you you're open it starts to just throw people at you and if you're trying to s- shove the square peg into the round hole yeah it's not gonna work so like the beach guy you were like the vibes off airplane guy you were like he had a girlfriend so like that that neither of them would have ever fit into like that hole you know what i mean
1: yeah good point No, (laughs) No (laughs) (laughs) i I was gonna end usually i'm the dirty one like maybe that's this maybe that's the deal with ben simmons that he's the this the square peg in a round hole of Philly. But like, you know what? Maybe their pegs wouldn't have fit in my hole. That's. <laughs>
0: and, uh, and with that, make sure you
1: <laughs> subscribe. Give us a pause a- If you can like us on the socials. And uh thank you so much for listening. And uh, yay sports.
0: <laughs> yay. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Mwah. Ah.